0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back. To Odin's movie blog. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this evening? Welcome back to the One Man Low Council. We got Kim Cam Park and the K-Man over on D Live. How is it going, my brothers? We got It's a Trap Production says greetings below. We got Soul Assassin. Tina is here. Genesis Hypernext X13. George B. D. Lucas. Zach Gregg is here as well. Great Troll is here. Jeremy Swiggs, Mark Lazerth, Blake Hemlo is here as well. We got Griffin Turbo is here. We got Hologram Nunchuck as well. Level four, Mr. Golder, uh, Mr. Golden Nation, Golden Ration, Golden Ration. Tina says, hey, Stephanie has a late appointment and will get here as soon as she can. Well, that is Okay. It is okay. Take your time, Steph, wherever you are in the world. We got KEK44, CWD Trixie's here as well. Ungoliant of Avatar says, hey, everybody, what's going on? Jennifer G is here as well. How is it going? The caveman dropping those two ice cream donations. Thank you. Very sorry that the pumpkins are gone now, but we got the ice cream donations back over on the d fam. How is everyone doing on this fine Tuesday evening? Hello, hello, hello. A little bit of a box of us update before we get into any comments or questions tonight. So, the big question, of course, is how is Joker doing? Well, Joker is now up to $934 million. It came in at number two on Monday with $1.1 million just behind Dark Fate, which made just about $2 million. My suspect, my suspect, <laughs> what I suspect will happen is that come Wednesday... On Thursday, you could see Joker pull ahead of Dark Fate because Dark Fate is dropping off like a tank while Joker continues to power on. Keep in mind that Joker has been out for 32 days, ladies and gentlemen, and made $1.1 million on Monday versus Dark Fate, which has been out for four days, which made $2 million. So there's only one film there that's actually doing very well, that's very strong, still even after being out for a full month at this point, and it's definitely worth talking about. All right, jumping back over to the chat. Let's see. Blake Hamlo says, I'm just over here being a fatty eating five guys' cheeseburger and fries. There's nothing wrong with that, man. Cheeseburger and fries? That's my jam. I love me some cheeseburgers. A A nice cheeseburger with a fried egg on top. Now that, to me, is a meal right there. Will Gentry's in the chat. China Man says, what's up, Odin? What's going on, China Man? How is it going? Thanks for tagging me earlier on that tweet. Alex McCarthy says, howdy, Odin, how's it going, beard bro? Oh, and top of Andy Circus being in talks, Colin Farrell is in talks to play Penguin. Yes, so that is some new elements, some, <laughs> some new story that just broke. That Andy Serkis apparently is in talks to play Alfred Pennyworth, which I am totally fine with. I love me some Andy Serkis. I think that he's a brilliant actor. He's oftentimes overlooked because he does a lot of motion capture work, but I think that his work is truly remarkable. Colin Farrell, not so much excited for. I don't really see Colin Farrell as being a Penguin type. Doesn't really seem to fit his personality. Does not really seem to fit the kind of roles that he tends to play. However... Colin Farrell might be able to pull it off if that is the role that he's going to end up playing. What I do think is hilarious is that there's someone on Twitter that put out, Colin Farrell will play the Penguin in the first movie, and then Johnny Depp will play him in the second movie. Now, if no one gets that joke, there's a great film called The Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. And it's a film uh, by, oh my goodness, I'm, I'm blanking out on the name. Actually, I think I have a film right in here. Uh, Terry Gilliam, that's right, because uh, luckily I have a movie here from Bruce that he sent me. Terry Gilliam, and it's a film called The Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. And in the movie, one of the roles was played by Heath Ledger. And of course, Heath Ledger passed away before filming had actually ended. And what ended up happening was you ended up having Colin Farrell, Jude Law, and Johnny Depp came in to play the role that was first started by Heath Ledger. And the way they made it work is that Heath's part Because they had already finished all the principal photography for everything that happened in the real world. Because there's a real world element, and then there's this fantastical imaginarium is what it's called in the movie. Where it's like they go into a fantasy realm. And so what they do is every time Heath Ledger goes into the fantasy realm, he becomes one of these actors. And they actually do it pretty, it's almost as if they planned it, but they didn't. They had to do it that way because they wanted to finish that film. And it was the very last film Heath Ledger had ever done. And so these three actors decided to step up to help Terry Gilliam finish the project. And so when I saw that image, I was like, that's hilarious. So where's Ju Law in the discussion now? That would be amazing if the role of Penguin was played by those three actors for no reason. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I'm excited for Andy Serkis being in talks to play Alfred. Not really as excited for Colin Farrell, though I do like Colin Farrell. I like him as an actor a lot. Michael Martinez says, hey, Odin, how's your day been? My day's been going just fine, man. How has your day been? Glad to have you here. Hybrin says, "Hadu just came out of seeing Lighthouse and Parasite. Loved Parasite. Lighthouse was solid. No trying to overhype, but I really love Parasite. Highly recommend. That's what I've heard. Uh It's definitely a film that's on my list of movies that I would like to see. So hopefully it comes to my area. Uh, again, I live in an area that's very limited when it comes to the." independent films. I have been able to see Lighthouse. I did a review over on the Welcome to Asgard channel. And overall, I thought it was a brilliant film that I just couldn't get into story-wise. There were just too many crazy elements to the story that just didn't make a lot of sense. And also, there was a lot of just random scenes with, with nudity and sex. And uh, you know me in that. If it's something that's not... If, if, there, if there is a way you can make a movie without those scenes, then it's an unnecessary element to the story. And those are And in The Lighthouse, they're totally unnecessary. Like, you could have made the movie without those scenes. And I just, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like there's a laziness to it. But that's, of course, just just my own point of view on it. But I've heard great things about Parasite. I have heard great things about Parasite. Definitely looking into that and looking forward to it. Over on the D-Lab, Kathleen Heist says, The Force is strong with the Joker. It really is, man. Again, $934 million. So let's assume, getting back to the box office for a second, let's assume that it makes a million dollars at least in the domestic market. Which someone had to correct me on the comment section today saying, "Um, you, you can't keep saying that the domestic market is just the U.S. because Canada's involved too and that's important. And I'm thinking to myself here, um, America. Uh, <laughs> and it is true. Factually, it is true. The domestic totals include Canada and the U.S. However, I'm most likely just going to say the U.S. because it's just easier to say U.S. rather than U.S. and Canada. Uh, but I just thought it was funny that apparently some Canadian got very offended by the fact that I've mentioned the domestic totals in the same breath as the U.S. and have left out the beautiful Canada. <laughs> the beautiful ca- the beautiful Canadian tundra. The frozen tundra that is Canada. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so if, let's assume that it makes around a million dollars, maybe you know, million five hundred thousand per day here. Um, by Friday, it also continues to do well overseas. You could see the film get at least close to nine hundred and fifty million dollars by the weekend, and then it only needs to make fifty million over the weekend. So let's assume it makes ten million here in the U.S. and Canada. For my buddy out there that got 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 offended, got salty about it, forty million dollars from the foreign market in a weekend doesn't really seem like all that much. So you could either see the film get close to a billion this weekend or it won't be until next weekend. So either this weekend or next weekend, Joker will cross a billion dollars. That's not a prediction, as my boy Alex McCarthy knows, as my as uh, the, the spirit animal of my life, which is Paul Heyman, would like to say. This is not a prediction. It's a spoiler. And that is that Joker will cross the billion dollar mark. And the question is whether it will be this weekend or next weekend. Will Gendry says, is Andy Circus the one who played Claw in Black Panther? Yes, that is the same actor. He also did the motion capture work for Caesar in the... Uh Planet of the Apes trilogy that was more recent in more recent times. He also, of course, did the iconic role of Gollum in the Lord of the Rings and then reprised it in the lesser <laughs> Hobbit films also. Uh Captain Mr. Roy, thank you for the two diamonds and the five ice cream donation. I appreciate that. Well, Will Gentry's dropping the How Dare You meme and gif in the chat. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. All right. Captain Winkster says, Hello there. Also, why just settle for a Stuckman ten-minute video when you can have a multiple-hour review from an angry Welshman? <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess that's a good point. Um, yeah, it's so funny because some of the comment sections, some of the comments in the comment section for my Chris Stuckman video that I just did today, are really salty c- towards Chris, and a lot of people saying, "Of course he's a shill. He liked The Last Jedi." And I'm thinking to myself, there are people that like that movie that are not shills. He's never really been one to really talk about how he's got all this press access. You know, Chris Stuckman is actually one of the few YouTuber viewers that I actually really respect a lot. And the reason why is because, yeah, he gets access to press screenings, much like most people do, but he's never been one where he's like, oh, I'm going to go ahead and just, t- you know, toe the company line because I want all of these things. He never gets invited to crazy events. He never gets invited to, you know you know, very exclusive events like some other YouTubers do, like some other bigger channels, <laughs> Collider, <laughs> you know? He just talks about movies, and he talks about a lot of movies, and he likes films that are far beyond and far <laughs> past anything Disney will ever touch. So it's, just, it's weird that he's called a shill when he gave an opinion on a film that I think is wrong. I mean, again, it's his opinion, but I think that just objectively speaking – The Last Jedi is a terrible film, but I think that it's something that's still important to to mention nonetheless. Uh, Christina Nardone, thank you for subscribing to the channel. And Angel Cortez, thank you for the $2 super chat, says, John Campia said today, Joker won't make a billion. Really, John Campia? John Campia? Oh, boy. I actually did not know that. So John Campia is the same guy that said that Aquaman wouldn't hit a billion dollars. He's the same one that said Aquaman would be a giant uh, failure of a film. And look what happened to that. I don't know where he's getting his math from. I don't know where he's getting his numbers from. But just common sense seems to dictate, based on the amount of money that it's made and continues to make, it's going to reach the billion-dollar mark either this or next weekend. As I said, this is not a prediction. This is a spoiler. So, John Campia, I don't know what you're smoking today, man. But you must be smoking the same thing you smoked back in December when you said, oh, yeah, Aquaman's not going to make a billion. Aquaman's not going to be successful. And sure enough, it's the most successful DC film of all time. So, yeah, that that's John Campia for you. Let me just put it that way. I don't mind calling him out, that, that noob. Uh, Frank of the Clan says, it's Odin Arf Arf. Hi, buddy. What's going on, Frank? How's it going, bud? Jeremy Swig says, you complete us. No, you complete me. You complete me, Jeremy Swig's. Hiram says, now, now, I will say, there are instances, there are instances, nitpicks with Parasite, as it's not a perfect movie, but I can overlook them. To me, it's a masterpiece, 10 out of 10, can't believe I liked it as much as I did. Well, hopefully, I can enjoy it as well. Alf McCarthy says, my suspect is that Odin has a movie blog, allegedly, of course, allegedly, yes. Allegedly, I have a movie blog. Now, you can neither confirm nor deny this claim. However, it's a possibility. Maybe. Michael Martinez says, I can't wait for Joker to get to $1. Oh, it's way past a dollar. I'm assuming you meant to say past a billion dollars. I also cannot wait for that day as well. My hope is that this Sunday I can make a video for gigs and gamers and this channel about how it's just reached a billion dollar mark. If it's not this weekend, though, probably going to be by next weekend. VenomBurly93 says, I have this movie. What movie do you have? What movie do you have? Say, what? What movie? What? 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 Are you talking about Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus? Of Dr. Parnassus. Great film. I actually really enjoy that film. Alex McCarthy says, That also sort of happened in Fantastic Beasts. Colin Farrell turned into Giant Depth. That's right. I'm sure that's the joke that they were going with. I don't know why my mind went specifically to Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus, but to me, I think that's much more of an obscure reference, and I personally appreciate it. While the K-Man over on D-Live is like, Wait, Odin has a movie blog? I know, right? Who would have thunk? Who would have thunk? Allegedly. You'll never prove anything. Captain Dean High says, it's just an alleged movie blog. Exactly. Exactly. It's an alleged movie blog that you can neither ever confirm nor deny. As as Willow's being cute in the background. Micah Martinez, I was re-watching The Dark Knight Rises last night and I was wondering what Joker would have done if he was still alive to do that film. If Heath Ledger had been alive, I think that he would have been the main villain still. I think that he still would have been a part of the universe in a very real way, and I think the film would have been better. I think that, unfortunately, Nolan was put in a bind and had to make changes, and I think those changes had a negative impact over on the overall film. I know there's a lot of fans out there of Nolan that will defend everything he does, including The Dark Knight Rises. However, I think all of us can at least hopefully come to the agreement that if Heath Ledger had survived, the film that we would have gotten instead probably would have been better. I think that's, I think that's uh, at least... Uh, You know, I think that's at least fair, as apparently there there is someone that's going to be spamming the chat. Thanks, Valks, for taking care of that. I appreciate it. All right. Chat jumped on me once again, which, of course, is very common. Tina says, and the excommunicado Josiah just went live. You see, and people wonder why Josiah was excommunicado. This is one of the reasons why Josiah is still excommunicado, because... You know what happens when you go live, when Odin's live? You know what happens when you go live during the one-man low council? The pregame for the high council that's taken on a life of its own? You know what happens, Josiah? You remain excommunicado. You're still on my list, bud. Mm -mm -mm -mm. And McCarthy, of course, adds on saying, of course, Josiah just started. Of course he did. Of course, Josiah just went live. Why wouldn't he? He hates me. Rosetta Allen says, "I hope you're feeling amazing. Please tell me Teach Orange Hat not to leave on Alexa on my streams. Poor boy, I heard that you bought a bunch of what dead flowers using his Alexa. That's pretty amazing. Speaking of Orange Hat reviews, a huge shout out to Orange Hat reviews because today, I'm going to make sure I want to block out uh I don't think he has his address on here. Um doesn't look like it, but oh wait, he does. So I'm going to I'm going to cover that up. But anyway, he just sent me this bad boy in this tube. I have two posters for The Joker, the movie that we're talking about right now that's going to, yeah, that's right, John Campion, I said it, is going to pass the billion dollar mark either this or next weekend, and I've got two of these posters. So one's for me, one I will do a giveaway for, so I would say once the movie does cross the billion dollar mark is when we'll do a giveaway of that poster for anyone that wants to be involved in that, and I can't wait for that. So again, once it crosses the billion dollar mark, I'll give away one of the posters that Orange Hat Review sent me, so thank you very much, good sir. Also, while I'm shouting out people, huge shout-out to Bruce, my boy Bruce, because he sent me a few Blu-rays. So he included a double-feature action pack of Dirty Mary Crazy Larry and Race with the Devil. Never seen either of these films, so a double-pack Blu-ray. He also sent me Gone in 60 Seconds, the original Gone in 60 Seconds, which I've also never seen before. Never seen the remake either. And another film, Vanishing Points, Another film. I've never seen. So thank you, Bruce, for these three blue, blue Blu, through these blue these three Blu-rays. Can't speak tonight, everybody. And of course, Orange Hat reviews for the Joker posters. I appreciate you very, very much. Michael Martinez says, "My day has been pretty good. I'm just waiting for Doctor Sleep, which releases this weekend. It does. Very tempted to go see it Thursday night myself because it's opening Thursday nights. It looks really interesting. I've avoided almost all the trailers. I think I've only seen the." first trailer that was released and then I just stopped watching because I honest, honestly don't want to know anything about the film. I just want to kind of go into it. I don't want to know any of the you know, the behind the scenes or any of the speculation or anything because to me, this is a film I never knew I wanted until it was about to come out. Until it was announced that I was like, wait a minute, there's a sequel to this story? This sounds interesting. And that first trailer, I think, does a lot to really sell it. Grandmaster Yoda says, I will claim Joker as the third biggest box office with a China run. We all know that's where uh, where it will have beat um, at the moment. Oh, so so uh, Grandmaster Yoda, so yeah, uh, again, sometimes difficulties with translation, so basically what he's trying to say is that we know that the film would have been the highest grossing or one of the three top three highest grossing films of this year had it had a China release. I think there's a lot to say to that, especially with the current climate in China. I think that a lot of audiences in China would have been drawn to a film like this because it deals a lot with standing up to uh, injustice in a lot of ways. Um, not just with the lead character, but also, of course, with the environment of Gotham and them revolting against the uh, the oppression that's going on in the city during that time period. So, yeah, that's one of the reasons why they're not allowing it to be shown in China. That's one of the reasons why the censors are not allowing it to come in. So yeah, I think that if it had had a China release, it probably would have been, it definitely would have reached a billion dollars at this point, and it likely would have been going up against some of the other films that are in the top five right now. Um, it, it likely won't get there without China, but it will at least get to the billion dollar mark. I would be happy, to be perfectly honest, I would be happy if this film could at the very least be able to to beat a film like Aladdin. Aladdin made $1 million 1 billion 38 million dollars if it could beat that film I'd be happy it's gonna be very hard to get to that number because as I said I think it reaches a billion after that it's very hard to tell where it ends but if it could at least beat that film or even better if it could beat a film like Toy Story 4 that would make me ecstatic because that would make it one of the top five highest grossing films of 2019 worldwide and that's something that I think this film greatly deserves Joker currently is sitting at number 7 with $934 million. So it's right up against it. It's already beaten films like... Keep this in mind. Joker, at a $55 million budget, has already beaten big budget film Hobbs & Shaw, How to Train Your Dragon 3. It also beat, of course, It Chapter 2, Secret Life of Pets, Detective Pikachu. Films that you would think would have done much better than a $55 million film named Joker. And yet Joker is now on the cusp of beating out... Disney run projects, Aladdin and Toy Story 4, which I would be incredibly happy for. I would be so pumped for that. Jumping over to DLive for a second. Let's see what we got over here. Um, Will Gentry says, How far off the billion dollars is the Joker? How much more does it need? About 70 million, less than 70 million dollars at this point. Captain Dean High says, uh, With all the movies, I se- <laughs> with all the movies send you, maybe someday you can have a movie vlog. I know, seriously, with all of the movies that I've been sent. By Bruce alone, not to mention MVD Visual and other people that have sent me movies to, to watch, I could literally start my own movie blog. So maybe I will one day. Maybe one day, Dean Heist, Captain Dean Heist. Maybe one day, I will. Captain Darkstar fifty seven, thank you for the ice cream donation, and Kim Cam Park, thank you for the ice cream donation as well. You're all amazing and beautiful people. You're awesome. All right, jump back over to YouTube. Captain Winkster says, Odin, did the lighthouse have any any bits of Lovecraft? Any hit bits of Lovecraft? I don't know anything about Lovecraft, so I could not speak to that specifically. size of Neon says, Mr. Excommunicado has struck again. He's crossing the streams.